Elon Musk tweeted, there's an attack on free speech. And I agree. Did you see what happened to Dave Chappelle? On this episode of Lion and the Truth. Once again, another comic gets attacked on stage. An entertainer gets attacked on stage. I have been affected deeply by entertainers being attacked on stage. I don't know if you guys recall the guitar player Daryl Dimebag. He was attacked on stage and actually killed on stage. He was on shot on stage. He was one of my favorite uh, guitar players from the band Pantera. And at the time, he was on tour with the band called damage plan that was an incredible event i couldn't believe that happened life-changing changed music forever from that point on music lost this awesome awesome person but then there was the the democratic gabby she was shot in the face at a speech we haven't done anything to stop any of this these are people up there Talking or entertaining, un, you know, as safe as they could be, or as I guess as open as they can be. As um, will they say that as a receiver, he is in a a vulnerable the the most that's what I'm looking for. These are the most vulnerable positions they could possibly be. They're giving their voice magnetized to everybody. That's a lot of power, but also very vulnerable up there on stage. I believe Bernie Sanders got attacked one time. Um, somebody almost went after Donald Trump. They stopped him, though. Um, but I can't believe we haven't done anything yet to stop this or raise the bar to a significant crime that people know, hey, you step on stage... You're committing a certain felony, you know, because this is a free speech. So you're taking away a constitutional right, you know, it's not the government, but you're doing it for some reason, hate, whatever it might be, but something needs to be done. Besides the fact they got that guy and they beat him down and he looked like Mr. Potato Head, you know, how you get to get the arms and you put it on the wrong direction or you had like multiple arms and you put on two lefts. He looked like he had two left arms on. He was walking out, and he had like this arm like this was all fucked up. It was all bent up like this. And they didn't even fix it. They were like, oh, shit, we ain't going to move that. You're fucked up. And he went out like his he's beat up. You know, he looked worse than the dude that Mike Tyson beat the shit out of. Once again, counterreact. If you're not on stage, you don't have this unaccountable free speech. If you're not on an entertainment platform... You don't have this entertainment free speech. If you're in the public talking to another person, you're not on a platform talking to the public. You're having a one-on-one -on -one altercation. So during your one-on-one -on -one altercation, or it might be 
four on four or three on three or one on three, however it might be. You might be out there with a megaphone and said, God hates you. And you might yelling at a group of, you know, soldiers that came by, you know, that might be your stance. I totally don't agree with that. And, you know, you might have a verbal altercation where you guys don't agree. And then all of a sudden you guys fight, you know, not agree violence, not okay. You know, but those are the situations that you put yourself in. If you're going to be out in just Mike Tyson's zone and get in Mike Tyson's zone and irritate him, he might punch you. Right? Fact's fact. But when you're on stage, I got a couple things to say about it. One, if you go to the titty bar, you can't complain about the titties. The expectation is the girls are going to be topless. You're coming to this area where it's adults only, uncensored. Okay? Maybe if she, like, took a shit on you, you're like, whoa, I wasn't expecting that. Unappro- inappropriate, you know, granted. But that didn't happen. Okay? You went there, she busted her titties out, you know, and she got close to you, you busted in your sweatpants. Why are you wearing sweatpants to the fucking strip club in the first place, you pervert? Anyways. Um, comedy club, same thing. If you're going to pay to see comics, expect typically that it's going to be uncensored. Typically. Also, they are have an obligation to be entertaining. They went there to see a comedy show. Granted, you can, might be a little bit crude, rude, use all kinds of language, Sexual innuendos, masculinity, you know, profane language, you know, the idea is to have fun and leave loving everybody and laughing at everybody. That's the idea of the comedy show. Granted, I've seen many people maybe go out and I've, you know, make racist comments to somebody just as their personal racism. It didn't even have anything to do with jokes, um, you know, interactions, you know, also. We're talking about paid comics, a paid entertainment. You know, if you're working on your stuff and you're at a venue where you're probably able to say what you want to say, know the crowd. You know what I mean? If you're in an environment where you're in a closed lock little hut, it's like a little art hop and everybody in there is locked in and you plan on being as crude as you want, that's that's the dungeon. Those are those areas. Yeah, those are lots of clubs. Just like just let it out. You know what I mean? If someone pays to see you, and they know that that's your material, they've heard you before, they know that you're um, funny, crude, racist, whatever you want to call it, whatever your behavior is, they know that, then cool. Yeah, they expect that shit. You know, uncensored, unadulterated, unfiltered, blah. That's, my podcast says it. Everyone. You don't know I might be talking about dick, shit, fuck, who knows? You know what I mean? This is not for TV at all. Or it says it's for kids. I said no. No, it's not definitely not for kids. Okay? So this is like a titty club, except for there's no titties. There's never titties. Anyways, uh, back to my saying. Boom. Mr. Potato Head, um, know your room. You know, if you're at, say, uh, you know, a small or uh, you know a, a public place that's more of a neutral zone, 
and um, you are a source of entertainment for this venue at the time, like a side entertainment. You know, the venue already has things, and they're giving you an opportunity to maybe work a craft, like a lot of open mics. You know, there's a, I can't think of like the events, but like, you have to know the area where you're at. Obviously, if you're in that zone, you're not going to be like, I have a couple of really crude jokes. I won't tell them at those, at that crowd. If I want to piss, be, you know, be really rude, I can. I, you know, don't get me wrong. But I have a different, I'm going to tell the joke to the crowd, you know. So, I don't know. That's just my opinion. Two things. Protection, accountability. Know your crowd, know who you are, know what you're doing. Both. The crowd and the entertainment. Entertainment, he's there to entertain. If you know he's, it's un, unfiltered, hey, get ready. You signed up for the titty club. Here comes the titties. You know what I mean? So don't complain when they get the titties out. Okay? If you don't like the titties, many times, I don't go to the titty bar, so this is hyperbole. Many times people go to the titty bar and the girl is not up to par. Do you still put the money in the girl's whatever left do you throw the the money out out there because you know she's subpar titties no you finish your drink and you walk out of there whenever it's careful for you to walk out because you're wearing you know sweatpants and obviously your body's pointing in the direction that you're going so point being is like I said we need to protect Entertainers on stage, Daryl Dimebag, Dave Chappelle, everybody. We need to protect entertainers on stage. They're very, very vulnerable. I don't understand how is it possible to even get on stage in the first place. It should be like a railing or a secure. It seems like every time I go to a club, there's like security everywhere. It's like eyeballing me. So I don't know how that happens, especially with so many people. It's crazy too. You know, you know. Granted, Dave Chappelle play has a lot of people to pay, but it's not like there's a the band. You know, there's a sound guy, but there's a lot less, a lot less people working on a comedy show than there would be maybe a uh, uh, a music festival. So, but they still have all plenty of security. So we need to step up the game for the security of all these events, um, especially I would say all politicians. We don't need. Um, um, anybody getting attacked? We don't need a crazy person looking through the uh, the uh, mail slot. What the hell are you doing there? And I can crazy and yell. We don't need that. Um, we don't need protests at people's houses necessarily either. I don't think that's maybe going to be the greatest idea, you know. But we need to um, definitely listen. So that was phase one. Let's go to phase two. Drugs and the Fresno Police Department. Yeah. So, you might have heard. What's that guy's name? Uh, did I put it down here? I knew I, I should have. Uh, I'll have to look it up on the internet. Yeah, this guy, he's a Fresno PD. I'm going to look it up here on, on the internet. And um, he got busted. For using drugs and being a police officer in Fresno. It happens sometimes, you know. Man, I thought I searched this up today. But oh, well. 
definitely here. I'll go here. Fresno PD drug arrested cop. Okay. Boom. Oh, man. It came up so easy. Oh, never go to the Fresno B account because they give you zero information. Um, here we go. Charges, robbery, DUI, drug use. Daniel, Daniel, where's here? Where's his last name? Daniel Darnell. How about that? Sergeant Daniel Darnell. He was on the force for 19 years. Let's give a little backstory. He's a cop for 19 years. What he do? I don't know. So that's all the backstory you got. He worked there for 19 years. You know, um, I've worked with, I've been an electrician for over 25 years. And um, if I've worked with somebody for, you know, two months, we're like best friends, bro. I like know the, I know you like everything. If you're on the job site, and you've been on the job site for like a year, I at least know you. Yeah, I know, and I can, I, you know, be like, oh, that's the meth addict. Like, oh, that's the drunk, right? Smells like alcohol every day. You know what I mean? Oh, that's the guy who's racist because you can see his tattoos on his arm, you know? And plus, you know, shaved head. Not all of them, just some of them. Anyways, so this guy's on the force for 19 years. And then one day he pulls someone over and they uh, have fentanyl on him. There's some pills and shit. So he's like, hell yeah. So he takes the pills, drives off, pops the pills. He takes all the little drugs he can take and then crashes his car because um, it was fentanyl, you know. So he got fucked up. I don't know what he thought it was, you know. I don't, I'm not in that drug world, so I can't tell you even what it looked like, fentanyl. I don't know if it was like a pill with an F on it. I don't know if it was a powder. It was like a lollipop. Like, I don't know. You know, he smoked it, drank it. I don't know, Okay. He got fit in all, all of it. He was fitting all of it in his mouth. And that's why he crashed his car. Anyways, he crashed his car, and that's when the cops came. Which is crazy, because he was a cop, and he crashed his car, and he's already there, but then more cops came. You know, they're like, hey, look, our buddy's crashed. What's up, bro? And he's like, he's dying. And then I had to get him a, the a fucking pill in his, or the, the syringe in his chest. or You know, they got the, and I put it, and it came back to life like, it was like Pulp Fiction. That was must have been not so... I bet you his body cam for that. They need to show that shit. Wow, man. Cops. Bring that back. Anyways, um, so this cop, like I said, uh, they, they realized, okay, he's had fit and all. They do a little investigation. They realized he pulled this guy out. He, you know, it wasn't like it was all off record. He's a cop. Everything's like... I think his car probably has GPS. He's probably like, uh, 417, uh, meth addict. I'm gonna about to pull this cop over here. Or about to pull this guy over. And then he pulls a guy over, and he probably runs the plates before, obviously. Runs a plate, and the guy's like, you know, history of drug use. And he's like, oh, score. Anyways, and so the cops arrest him. They, you know, they find out he was on fentanyl. They found out he robbed the guy, you know, probably investigated. And they got the guy he pulled over, and, you know, they had his information. And he's like, yeah, he stole my drugs, bro. Can I get those back? He's like, no, sorry. He died on him. And, and um, so... They do a little investigation. Uh, I think it was, uh, uh, I don't know who, if it was just, um, I wish I knew who did this investigation. Now, I'm just investigating people. Um, attorney Lisa Smithcamp 
Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. So, yeah. Charges will be filed against Fresno Police Department or Sergeant Donnie Danell. Not Daniel. Donnie. Good old Donnie. DD. Yeah. It started with a 911 caller. said police was driving erratic over curbs. Crashed into a tree. Yeah. He had to get Narcan. Fucking save his life. And take him to the emergency room. So... Start doing a little bit of study, find out he had meth in his system. His wife was on report. He had, I guess, he had a bunch of different cases. His wife went on record stating he had 25 years of meth use. I didn't know you can use it that much. And I think he was kind of chubby. Like, how, how are you using meth and chubby? I don't know. I'm not in the drug world. You know what I mean? I don't know what kind of meth he was using. Maybe he was using meth light. You know, he was trying to work on his body. You know, today's people, they're always trying to be better shape. It was that vegan meth. You know, I don't know what the fuck. Just vegan meth. Okay, anyways. So, maybe, I don't know. I'm out of the math. So, anyways, 19 years, right? So, they asked the police chief, um, said, um, and he said he had no further information on what was going on. Um, he values every employee, and he wants them all to be accountable um, there have to be fu- there have to be many steps to follow to fire him. That's what the police chief said. So I don't know. Um, I've been on a job site many times, and uh, this is this is not an unusual story. Except usually someone didn't rob somebody. Um, I've been on job sites where it was like hundreds of guys and it's like really big where guys were like just, you know, using meth and, um, and then, um, drinking and then they would fucking get their go-kart and crash it, bust their face up and like, Oh shit. And then they would run from the scene happens to be work where you work at. Right. They run from the scene, get in the car, go home. And then, you know, I think come back the next day like, Hey, what happened? Oh, where's my golf cart at? He's like, and they're like, why well, you got two black eyes? Like, huh? What? Car accident. They're like, your car looks good. Huh? What? You know, so this situation happened all the time. I've known a guy one time, he was driving home from Visay. He wasn't driving, he's passenger. And he was drinking. So he's like one of the vans, and the door was open. He's coming down the freeway, and he was drinking and drinking. He's already drunk. It's like multiple drinks. His, he hits a bump and drops his beer, and he kind of leans out, falls out, falls out the van, rolls on the freeway. Um, doesn't die, breaks up his body pretty good, and then sues the company. That's a, so that one happened. Uh, yeah, so I've seen a guy uh, knock all his teeth out. Well, he was on meth. Um, that was pretty entertaining. Um, we had a guy one time. Um, he was a meth addict completely. You have to take a drug test to get to work, right? So he took the drug test. <clears throat> knew he's going to fail it. <clears throat> But thought, hey, if I can just get like four or five hours of work times a couple, I can get a couple bucks. Man, I can buy some more meth. This is a good deal. So he failed the drug test. And I said, hey, man, you you got meth in your system. And his answer, <clears throat> he only had two teeth left. And his answer was, oh, man, it wasn't me. I'm dating a girl who's a meth addict. And I went down on her. And that must be why the test is from because I went down on the meth addict. That was a great story. We enjoyed that one on the job site. That was pretty funny. That was cool. We laughed that one up. That was great. Yeah. So it is what it is. You know, I've seen people fucking crash all kinds of pit. Man. 
Drugs on a job site. Okay, but also, can the police department, just for like a little bit, do a little bit of random drug testing? Don't don't they like have like, I don't know, I can picture like the, the police department. There's like, you walk in, there's always like a front desk, right? And it's, a, it's either like a, a girl or like a, a young white guy who just got hired, right? He's the front desk and he's got the suit on, outfit too. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, it's like this button up, it's got... Badges and shit. I've seen this many times. So you walk in, in the door behind you goes ding ding ding, and they say, "Can I help you?" And then that's that front person. And then over to like the left, there's like a, a fence, right? And that's where all the evidence is hidden. Like you can see shelves, and it's like you see on there it says evidence, but it's all locked up, you know. And it says authorized personnel only. And there's another dude by that, right? And then over to the side. There's a little place that has a little window, and it says drug test, and there's like a door, and then like a button, you go, and it takes a while for the door to open, can you open the door, can you open the door, you know how it does that, and then there's a drug test thing right there, I've seen many TV shows with police stations, and they look just like that, answer person, evidence, drug test, electric button, it makes annoying noise, right, so, can't that just... Drug tests, like, just roll the dice. Like, hey, odd or even. You get odd or even, one of those, you're taking the drug test today. And, like, I want to state, one, maybe there might be some steroid use. I don't know. Could be. I'm not too sure, you know. Just saying. You know, if you're at the gym a lot, you're really mad, really young, with a gun, but that's not even the number one worry, okay? Let's be honest about this situation. This is why we should drug test all government employees. Why not? Getting a government check, just checking for meth, heroin, oxycotton, is this man's heroin? I don't know, uh, fentanyl, you know, all, whatever these big, big, crazy drugs are that are really emotionally affected. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you're not coming to work and doing mushrooms. We don't need to test you for mushrooms. Know how we test you for mushrooms? We have a cartoon on, and if you don't leave that room where the cartoon is on, you're on mushrooms, okay? Know how we know you're stoned? You're at work doing your job. And you might be in the break room a little bit longer than everybody else. Twinkies, man? As many as I can eat? Oh, man, I love Zwingies, man. But, um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, drug testing. Okay, so let's talk about top three killers of cops. Okay, one, COVID. Not my, my stance. It's not an anti-COVID mask, blah, blah, blah. Let's just talk about it. Last few years, COVID, by far, number one killer of police officers. Look it up. I don't give a fuck. Two, domestic violence calls. Cops show up to a call between a man and a woman. They're fighting already, emotionally you know, charged. The cop shows up. He's trying to de-escalate. The guy over there is not happy. Anybody's showing up. Cops are here. How they, bitch, call another guy to the house? It was just like the other guy showed up. Well, fuck you, bitch. And so it's like, it's crazy. You know what I mean? Cop gets killed. Number two, happens all the time. That's why in cities, a lot of times now, they stop sending cops. They started sending social workers like in pairs. And they've seen, obviously, since the cop is not there, shootings and cops drastically drop. But also... Social workers aren't getting shot either because you see somebody with a clipboard or, you know, Debbie over there who's been working for social service for like 30 years and she's got three kids and she's divorced trying to do the best she can. You're not going to go shoot that bitch. She ain't doing nothing wrong. 
You know, she's trying to get home. Someone called her and said, can you pick up some milk on the way home? Then say, hey, can you get shot on the way home? I'm just trying to do my job. I heard you guys are angry. What's up? But anyways, so, <sighs> number three, killer of police officers. One, COVID. Two, domestic violence. Three, vehicle crashes and altercations. Because, one, cops typically are on the road all the time. Granted, if you're on the road more often, you're going to get in more accidents, right? That's how it goes. I mean, number two, reason why it happens more often kind of got the freedom to do what they want you know you look at them they're on the cell phone they're speeding they stop wherever they're on a laptop like you know driving they got the laptop like this driving down the road they got the cell phone hell yeah man i'm a cop oh yeah i'll wear the badge and everything (laughs) you know so um and then like i see them run stoplights red lights you know boop boop and they do that all the time and then they fucking just drive over and then they get in line at wendy's you know what I mean? So there's a little bit of that. And I can imagine if you do that or you feel like you have, if you are the law and you kind of feel like they're above, how many times does a cop use a blinker? Never. If a cop using the blinker, he's pulling you over. He's like, blinker, bitch, pull the fuck over. You know, that's usually why they're using the blinker. So if they do that more often, they probably get in more accidents just due to the fact the rules are typically there, hopefully not to control us, but to keep us safe. So if they're doing these things, maybe they're perhaps less safe in getting put in different situations. Not to mention fucking chases, motorcycle cops getting crazy people. You know, they're fucking doing all kinds of crazy stuff. But they also innocently get hit on other situations. So, my point being is, drug test. You're in a vehicle, in the public. One of the most deadly things of all. I can imagine... I'm not even going to put this number out because I don't know. You know, cops shooting people rather than cops running into people with their cars. What do you think is more likely? If you think cops are good guys, I think they would probably hit them with cars more often than they would shoot them. Not on purpose. It's called a car accident, right? Not a shooting accident. Anyways. Yeah, so, you know. Also, physical test. I mean, cops are in cars all the time. You know what I mean? Can we get these people in better? Let's get everybody healthy. I I hear the Republicans talk about, we don't talk about health. Let's talk about health. Let's look at government employees. Okay? That's the easiest one to do. If you're going to work for the government, let's get you in shape. We'll give you the health care. You got health problems? Let's take care of that shit. You fat? Come on, let's run it out. You know what I mean? Let's take care of it. Hey, we're in it to win it. The better shape you're in, the less burden it is on health care. And plus, hey, maybe these cops can learn a lot of you know jujitsu moves. They can get a little bit healthier shape. Definitely get off the drugs, like good old Donnie D over there. You know, Donnie D, Donnie D, man, talk. He's a fucking thug, Donnie D, robbing people in his cop car. It's like fucking what's that called? The the rookie or what is that movie called? The Passenger or the fucking boo boo is in Washington robbing people for drugs. Man, that guy, he ain't a thug, he's a piece of shit. Okay, yeah, COVID, uh, COVID traffic related incidents, random drug test. Um, yeah, um, cocaine, heroin, drugs, blah blah blah. Yeah, I think I covered it all, right? I think that's it. Attack on free speech. 
titty bar. Did I say titty bar yet? Hell yeah. So, um, what else? Um, check me out on TV. Like, share, subscribe. There's no chance you made it to the end of this podcast, but if you did, um, make sure you check me out. Uh, weeknights, uh, eight. Um, you see me around sometimes. I do some stand up, uh, you know, randomly. I'll surprise you when I do. Um, I'm putting out a little something, something on the, um, I got a joke special I'm putting out. Um, and then, um, like, share, subscribe. I'm out. I can't shoot all these hoops, I can't do all I do, I know you